give the devil two weeks and he'll take two years and count. It's the D program. With DMG. You are now entering the D program. Deprogramming your mind, transforming your paradigm. I'm just one man with a plan under a mighty hand. I'm just one man with a plan under a mighty hand. Under a mighty hand. Program activated. Two weeks, y'all. Two weeks. Y'all remember that? Two teeny tiny little weeks to slow the spread. And now look at us in 2022. And the only thing that's changed is that we have our freedoms stripped away slowly over time. My name is DMG and you just entered the D program. It's a play on my name and at the same time, it deprograms your mind while transforming your paradigm so that you won't be conformed to this world. Now, let's deprogram. Listen, y'all, we got an incredible show today and I want to thank every single person for coming into another, entering into another D program. My name is DMG and I'm glad to be here with you. I appreciate your time. You could be anywhere right now. But you decided to spend some more time here with the D program, and I appreciate that. Look, this show, I'm going to show you the history. All right. This show is going to be about the history of how dictators came to power and how freedom was taken from its people, from, the, from their people, actually, the people that they rule over. And we're going to go through, you know, a couple of salient points about how these tyrants rule people, how they came to rule people. And I'm going to give you some of their tactics, some of their main tactics of how, of how all this transpired over time. And then I'm going to contrast it, okay, to what is going on right now in our country, in our precious United States. Now, it's going to, this is happening all over the world, okay? But I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning the United States, first of all, because it's my country. Also, because as the United States goes, the world goes. Everybody knows this, whether you like it or not. As the United States goes, the world goes. I also got some really shocking sound bites a little bit later in the program. And I'm going to bring all this together at the end with some biblical truth to wrap up the show. All right. So let's kick this off. Let's dive into safety, safety and how doctors and scientists are being used to control the narrative around all this. This is what I believe is the foremost contributor to our current climate. In this country, people giving up their freedom in exchange for fake, phony, psychological paper tent safety. Why do I say that? I say all of that because this virus, y'all, it has a 99.96 survival rate. It's just based on your age. And that's real. You know, those are real numbers, not suppressed numbers, not lions, but true science. And like I said before, the truth is always lagging. It always comes out in the end. The ball pops out of the water, man. You can't hold it down forever. So now these numbers are coming out and, and they don't they don't want this to, you know, they, they, they want to keep this thing just twirling, man, like a whirlwind over and over and over. 
So there's a lady. She's a Holocaust survivor. All right. Her name is Vera. Here's what it says. So Vera Sharav, a Holocaust survivor, is sounding the alarm over the encroachment of so-called public health measures to counteract the Wuhan coronavirus pandemic. She believes the policies are similar to the tactics Nazi Germany used to control entire countries. This woman has already experienced what they're trying to do to this country and the rest of these countries in the world. She's already experienced this. It's like a blessing to have a person like this still alive to tell us to turn around or to tell us to stand up to this foolishness. So let's look at this. I'm going to be kind of whimsical with this. I'm going to look at this as a courtroom. All right. And the scenario here is the drama. Okay. It's, it's a, it's, we're going to put this in a drama setting. All right. To drive this point home. And what's happening here is this woman is bringing to light testimony, right? Of similar tactics that were used in the rise of Nazism in Germany. So we got doctors, scientists, health officials on the stand in the courtroom. These, these people are in the hot seat. This woman is a, she's on the offense and she's testifying as a witness. That's the way I look at this. Sharav agreed. Check this out. Sharav agreed with Wood. Wood is the person that is interviewing her and said it was logical to see the similarities between then and now of particular concern to both Wood and Sharav is how many physicians and other healthcare workers today and in Nazi Germany became instrumental in harming a lot of people. They're using healthcare officials. That's what they used back then. This is what she's sharing with us. These are dark secrets being exposed to us so we can know. So, so we won't be fooled as to what these people are trying to do. Now it says here specifically, Sharav pointed out how doctors doing during the lead up to Nazi, to the Nazi takeover of Germany were used to justify eugenics using the Darwinism idea of survival of the fittest. That's what they're doing today. Y'all see if they can take God out of a scenario, that's Darwinism. See, as soon as you take God out of, out of the scenario, then there's no, no ethics, no morality left. Anything can be labeled whatever, and you can do whatever to it without any remorse, without any criminality behind it. Oh, you're unvaccinated. Oh, so what? Uh, throw them in jail or whatever. See, that's what they used back then. Darwinism was the foundation of these people using the survival of the fittest to thin out those they were in disagreement with. Now, it also says as public officials, she's she's talking, says as public officials, they talk about the greater good. Who has the authority to decide what is the greater good, says Sharav. If the individuals are oppressed or regulated to third class citizens, what kind of society is it? See, third class citizens, survival of the fittest. Who would be the fittest in this situation? Well, what they would what they would say is are those who are in control. Those are the ones the fittest. Everybody else is whatever we say they are. They've taken God out of our schools. They've taken God out of our public places. Right. Taking God out of, you know, our, our government, the separation of God, church and state. That that was never meant to be. That is they, they, they miss. They mishandle that whole thing. I believe on purpose. When you look back on things, you can see the purpose behind certain actions. See, these things are going on now. 
And you can see how this supports the point related to survival of the fittest. The unvaccinated is the health risk. See, they're the problem. They're selfish. This gives way to what? Reducing those of us that refuse the so-called vaccines as hazards. Yeah, we're, we're hazards now. Menaces to society. Dangerous. Selfish. All you think about is your personal freedom. See, that's how they demonize. They can even they're even demonizing freedom. Y'all freedom is now being used to call you like freedom. It's like they're they're slowly making freedom a, a curse word, something that's not desired or desirable. When you hear people talking about freedom, they're trying to demonize those people as selfish because this dangerous virus is more important. That's what they would have us believe. She goes on to say this, and I quote Hitler, then as rulers now deferred to the health official, said Sharav, we're constantly being told we are following the science. She warned that this will eventually lead to the complete overthrow of human civilization. It could happen, people, if they stay asleep, if people stay asleep, this could happen. It could happen if they don't deprogram. Because they're being programmed every day, just looking at the television, doing what they're told. Now, I've got a story about a lady in Germany who had her child stripped away. All under the guise of safety. Remember this. All right. This is this is what we're this is what we're talking about right now. How tyranny uses doctors and health officials under the guise of safety. It says on November. I'm sorry. November 15th, 2021. Maria reports that German police. And child protective services, there's that safety. Okay, dealing with safety, right? Child protective. It says they, bro- she, she said they broke into her family's apartment. They physically overwhelmed her and violently separated Maria from her children. The children were thrown into a foster care facility in Treptow, Kopenick, or something like that. This is in Germany. See, this is what they're doing. This is this is how they're and see, we, we keep allowing this stuff. I mean, it's happening in, in, in other countries. And, and I thank God that we're here in, in, in this country, in America. I mean, we're armed citizenry. So it's going to be tough to start pulling these stunts over here, because I'm going to tell you, we got some patriots over here that won't stand for it. I mean, when the devil starts, if he comes in, man, I mean, you know, we're supposed to resist that. Resist the devil. and He's, he's supposed to flee from you. Now, to drive this point home, I want you to listen to what's going on in Australia. This is crazy. Check this out. I will now go through each of these decisions. First, the lockout. The fully vaccinated can continue as they were. For people who are not vaccinated, lockdown rules will apply to everyone 16 and above. If you are not fully vaxxed, stay home. You are at greater risk of catching COVID, becoming ill and needing hospital care. You may only leave home for three reasons. Oh, right. I can only leave. They can only leave home for three reasons. Like these people are just dictators. Can y'all hear this? Medical treatment, including COVID testing or vaccination. For essential goods and services like groceries, power tokens, medications. To provide care and support to a family member or person who cannot support themselves. You cannot travel more than 30 kilometers from your home when I can't travel what more than 30 kilometers from my home. Two weeks to slow the spread. To, I can't. 
leaving for one of the three reasons, or the nearest practical destination. If you need to go to the hospital and it's more than 30 kilometres from your home, that's okay. The only three reasons, there, sorry, there are only three reasons to leave the home now, not five. Work is not a reason to leave the home for the unvaccinated. Work is not a reason to leave the home for the unvaccinated. Who are these people, man, have a right to work? Now, I know this is not here in this country, but I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm taking this personal. The chief health officer has also determined that restriction of movement is critical right now and that one hour of exercise for the next four days is not essential. They're telling these people what's not essential. Their health, exercise. They're crazy. These people are 100% taking over Australia. Remember, these restrictions only apply to those who are not fully vaccinated. You see, this is how tyrants come to come into off, come into play. All of this under the guise of safety. All of this under the guise of safety. See, evil is always wrapped in good. Always. It, it, it looks like it's good, but it's actually evil. Now, I told you guys that, you know, as America goes, so goes the world. Well, <laughs> the world is the world seemed like it's just going, man. But if America falls 100 percent, it's going to be hell on earth. You hear me? It's going to be hell on earth. But I'm, I'm going to play something. Because they're also threatening. Different aspects of this type of tyranny right here in this country. Listen to this. I think this really depends on what it is that we do at this point. So now we have this Delta variant. And this lady sounds like a freaking robot, y'all. Listen to this lady. Variant that is much more contagious. Because it's more contagious, it's going to be even harder for us to reach herd immunity. We're going herd immunity? We're going to have to vaccinate an even higher proportion of people to get there. To get there? What happens then if we end up having another variant developing that's even more contagious, that could cause more disease, that could... That could cause more. Does he see how they pump the fear? They pump the fear and just it, 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 like it's just oozing out of these people. This is what they this is how they control a society. And all this, all of this right now, this whole segment and what this woman is talking about is all under the guise of safety. See, that's that evil wrapped inside of good. You can't see it if you're not awake evade the protection of our immune system and so how quickly we get this under control and which way we go depends on what we do now when it comes to vaccination to overcoming disinformation and what we really need to do at this point is to make vaccination the easy choice it needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated right now it's kind of the opposite it's fine i mean it's easy if you're unvaccinated you can do everything you want to do any of course we can do everything we want to do because we're free. Listen, free people don't have to ask permission for anything. These people are crazy. Oh, you can do what you want. Of course I can do what I want. I'm under a constitution that was given to me by God who told me that I have certain unalienable rights. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. You can't take that away. Of course I'm doing what I want to do. Anyway, but at some point, these mandates by workplaces, by schools, I think it will be important to say, hey, you can opt out. But if you want to opt out, you have to sign these forms. You have to get twice weekly testing. Basically, we need to make getting vaccinated the easy choice. We need to make. We, who? That is what it's going to take for us to actually end the pandemic. No, the only way this pandemic is going to end is that we have to end these tyrannical 
charges, if you will. We have to end that by fighting it with the truth. We have to politically defeat these people. And it's, it's going to start at the local, where you are locally. Not electing some president. I'm not talking about that. That helps, but not that's that's not really where it is. It's, it's in the local, where you are. We're going to have to vote our school boards. I mean, even down to, well, actually, the, the medical profess, uh, profession doesn't even have... Um, I guess Surgeon General, I don't know. Those, those are appointed, I guess. Yeah, he was a, he's appointed, but it's going to take us fighting this at the local level. It can't be through the, the federal level. I ain't going to say it can't be, but it has to start where we are. And this is what they're afraid of. They know that if we wake up and start fighting at the local level, they don't have a flying flip of a chance. I'm going to read a quote and it says, this is from Benjamin Franklin. It says, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety. What's the little temporary? That little two weeks. That little two weeks to slow the curve. I mean, slow the spread. It says they deserve neither liberty nor safety. I'm willing to give up a little bit of my liberty. Listen, look where we are now. I gave up two weeks. You gave up two weeks. Now, here we are two years in and all kind of craziness is breaking out. Now, here's the next tactic that they use. Tyrants use control and fear. They control information and they control people who are against them, what they call dissidents, as part of what goes on in maintaining a, maintaining a totalitarian state. This is a quote from Gerald Post. He's a director of the political psychology program at George Washington University. He said this, that in both Iraq and North Korea, dictators tightly control the flow of information. The flow of information is very important to a totalitarian government. Now, let me ask you all a question. Who would be more likely to be a dictator? We the people with little podcasts and Tweets or whatever, or say big tech companies, you know who they are. Big tech, Facebook, Twitter, Google. I mean, Google is censoring stuff. You, you can't even look up stuff on Google now. They're, 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 they're hiding history. They're hiding definitions. They're hiding different aspects of what people are searching for so that they don't know what, it, what the truth is. See that right there? The flow of information. That's how they control us. That's how they control. That's how tyrants come to come to power. I mean, you and I, I mean, I don't have control over censoring information. I mean, these people have, think about it. Fact checkers. When the truth starts showing up, fact checking showed up. Controlling information. They don't want you to think on your own. I mean, I don't, I don't have the power to control information. Do you? No, none of us do. But this article goes on to say that psychologists and sociologists who study terrorism say dictators are able to spread fear among the people and place themselves as their only salvation. That's exactly what's going on right now today in this country. What are they saying today that relates to something being our only salvation? Think about it for a second. And I know this audience is intelligent. You're not like you're not like, you know, just regular people, man. I mean, you think you, you know, you use your mental faculties here. Your brain is not on ice. But but what are they saying? 
That's that's our only salvation. How about the so-called vaccine? Not therapeutics, not alternative medicines, not your choice. You know what I'm saying? No, just the vaccine is your savior. You got to do it. We mandate it. We mandate you to put something in your body that you don't know what it is. And you can't sue the company if it has adverse effects either. Man, that ain't nothing but a bully and a tyrant. Can y'all see how all this is pointing to our current situation? Anybody who dares to come out with the truth, they stick the fact checkers to you. Fact checkers never showed up until the truth showed up. That's why I don't like facts. I prefer the truth. There's so many things out there people say are facts. Now, technically speaking, facts is supposed to be truth. But unfortunately, there's a lot of things people say are facts and it's just not true. It's not truth. Now, here's something that ABC put out. And this 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 right here, this is going to see this is going to tell the story. ABC put this out and I quote, if it says, if you have to remember one thing, always consider the source of the information. Ask yourself, is the information from a trusted and authoritative entity? If not, then you should proceed with caution. Think about what that quote said, what ABC said. It says, is the information from a trusted and authoritative entity? That statement in and of itself is controlling the flow of information. There are many authoritative individual sources saying the opposite of what the mainstream media says or, or their doctors saying the opposite of what t- big tech is saying. And with truth to back up their claims. But these people, they just shut down anything outside of their narrative. And they're telling us that we should. Who are the ones shutting down information? Who are the ones that's doing the fact checking and, and telling people who do research that they're just conspiracy theorists? Who are doing who's doing this? The authoritative people doing it. And ABC is telling us that's who we should look to for our information. That's crazy. Where's the freedom of speech in that? Nowhere. Nowhere to be found. Anything outside the narrative, they shut it down. Now, I found some information about the top 10 countries with least freedom of speech. Now, it counted down from 10 to 1. And I'm not sure if the order mattered, but they had Iran as number one, counting down from 10. Now, listen to this and contrast this to what I told you about ABC saying, be careful if it's not an authoritative source. You know, don't trust it or or proceed with caution or whatever they said. Listen to this. It goes without saying that Iran is a country that tightly controls freedom of speech. In fact, the government takes great effort to silence and scare dissident journalists. They have either jailed many of the county's journalists or forced them to flee the country and hide in exile. Furthermore, the government actively censors the Internet by blocking millions of websites such as news and social media sites. Now, you see, ABC says that you're supposed to go to the authoritative entity for your information here in Iran. The authoritative entity is censoring everything. And these people, listen, this is the number one country with the least amount of freedom of speech. And ABC is telling us that we're supposed to go to the authoritative entity for our information. I would say do the opposite. Find out for yourself. They don't want you to do that. 
They don't want you to do that because you will find the truth. You will find the truth. Seek and you will find it. That's what they're afraid of. Now, I got one one more segment that's going to bring all this together spiritually. All right. But before we do that, I got a clip to cap off all this, you know, this whole fear and control portion of the show. Y'all going to be able to see where we are today when this is, you know, when I when I air this. Check it out. How do you feel about traveling, you know, kind of given where we are right now? I'm actually very nervous about it. I'm going to I'm going to Mexico and I'm going to be just watching the news. I'm going to be just watching the news. Patterson says for now, the concern lies in Delta variant case spread more than Omicron. Had over uh, 300 cases again last week, um, showing that. Uh, we're not getting a dip anymore in the numbers. India has reported another record high number of new coronavirus infections, more than 350,000 in 24 hours. Listen, these people are talking about infections, not deaths. There's tons of people infected with all kinds of viruses. The, look, the, the flu virus, the cold virus. Remember when the flu was in the news? What was it? 60, 70,000 people a year died from it, so-called? And nobody, nobody said anything or no mask about that. And and they just pumping this out, this fear campaign. It's like a fear machine just pumping this stuff out. It continues. President Biden stepping up efforts now with a new door to door vaccine initiative. Uh, I do think uh, it's time to start mandating uh, vaccines. And I think that private industry and private organizations will do that. You know, at GW University, where I work. Uh, starting uh, this fall, you can't be on campus unless you're fully vaccinated. Look, I think that we're at, in the part of the pandemic now where the, the problem in this country is that 150 million Americans are not vaccinated. Oh, okay. the, the problem in this country is that 150 million Americans are not vaccinated. Hmm. The, the, the problem in, in, in this, this country, country is that, that Yeah, that's the problem. Now you can see how this is pointing to those who are not vaccinated. The problem in this country, the problem in this country are the 150 million Americans who are not vaccinated. Oh, that's the problem, huh? Y'all see how tyranny comes into play? Remember the survival of the fittest? Right. They're labeling you. In a certain way to make it okay to punish you, they're labeling you in a certain way to make it as though you are the problem, the problem in this country from two weeks to slow the spread to one hundred and fifty million people are the problem. That is insane. But we're going to move on. Y'all can see. Listen, you got to think, people. Thinking is the ma- is a major part of what we have to do today because they're trying to when, when people are trying to move you to fear, you you have to engage your mind. If you're not engaging your mind, you're just going to be a puppet. You're going to be pumped with fear and you're going to move based on emotion. Remember, I told you in the ribbon cut, you got to be sober. Again, that doesn't mean just, you know, not being drunk. You have to be sober. You can't have any type of exaggerated emotion you can't be fearful or sad or any any kind of you got to be sober in your mind and vigilant that means you got to have a watchful eye you got to you got to be on the alert you got to be looking using your mind 
Because if you're not, they're just going to move you right on into fear. And it's just going to be a, a, a path, a, a passageway that you just give them. You got to be sober and you got to be vigilant, people. OK, now we're going to um, y'all might notice that the D program. I don't know if y'all have noticed or not, but in case you have not noticed, you know, I like to give the natural side of things first during the program. And then I get into the spiritual things at the end. And the reason why I do that is because, you know, I believe that's the order of order of God, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you look at Genesis chapter two, verse seven, it says, and the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Well, the dust came first. That's the natural. Then the spirit. When God breathed into man the breath of life, that was the spiritual part coming second. There's a scripture in the Bible. I don't know where it is, but you can look it up. And it says first the natural, then the spiritual. Also in James chapter two, verse 15 and 16, it says, if a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say to them, be warm and filled, notwithstanding, you give them not those things which are needful to the body. What does it profit? In other words, if somebody comes to you and they need something, don't pray for them first. <laughs> give them some food, man. Bring them in, warm them up. You know what I'm saying? Make them comfortable. Cater to their flesh. Then they will be open enough probably to even receive some spiritual food that you may have to share with them. But that's the way I run. That's the way this show is run. You know what I'm saying? I come out with the natural first and then the spiritual. So we just talked about dictators and how they came to power. We talked about the, 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 the tactics and things like that, what they were using to, to control people. But there are those of us, okay? There are those out there who would tell us, you, me, everybody, that we're supposed to submit to this power because God put it into place. Ah, think about that. They use a certain patches of uh, passage of scripture to try and pacify those of us who would stand against this evil. Now, this is one of the dumbest things I have ever heard. One of them. Listen, either these people are dumb or deliberate. Hmm. I wonder, you know, just like you have a deep state, you got a deep church, people. And judgment should start in the house of God. But you got a deep state and you also have a deep church. There are those out there who are wolves in sheep's clothing and they're hiding in plain sight right among us in the church. They're teaching us things that's not scripturally accurate. Contextually, I mean, they're teaching things out of context. Now, this is what they're using. This is the scripture. OK. Romans chapter 13, one and two. It says here, let every soul be subject to the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Verse two, whosoever therefore resists the power, resists the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. Now, this is where they, you know, a lot of them stop right there. Is it dumb or deliberate? I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's dumb for those who take this information in. These people, you know, these people that's telling you from the pulpit without searching this thing out for yourself. That is absolutely dumb and stupid for you to just take that like that. But it, but it also could be deliberate for those giving this passage because they're getting a payoff. 
from the government in back offices to pacify their congregations into submission. Huh? Yeah, I said it. There's some people. Listen, y'all. Money. I'm going to tell you. Money. Money penetrates everything. You understand? There is there, there is nowhere money is not is not being received in this life. Look, doctors, lawyers, attorneys, judges, police officers, pastors, teachers. I don't care who it is. Money is being received in certain places so that crookedness can flourish. And it is in the church as well, because anybody who's telling me, telling you, the people of this country, that we should bow to this because God put them there is a fool. One hundred percent. That's foolish. That is foolish teaching. I mean, you got to look this up for yourself. You have to. Now, the rest of this passage will explain who the rulers are that God put into power and how they are to rule in accordance to their position. Here it is. Romans 13 and three. These are the other two passages for rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Will you then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and you shall have praise of the same. I'm going to break this down. Verse 4, it says, for he is the minister, uh, Romans 13, okay? Chapter 13, verse 4, it says, for he is the minister of God to you for good. But if you do that which is evil, be afraid. For he bears not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that does evil. Now, think about it. The, the ruler that's supposed to be in charge or, the, or that God put in place is supposed to be a ruler of good works. I mean, he's not supposed to be bearing the sword on those who do good works because he doesn't bear the sword in vain. Right. That's what it says. Well, what's happening in this country? Australia, Germany, these rulers are they bearing the sword in vain? Absolutely they are. And do we supposed to kowtow to that? Absolutely we do not. We have to resist that. What is this telling us? It's telling us that God will not put people in office so that they will be a terror to good works. That's what it's saying. He's not going to put somebody in office so that they can be a terror to good works. It's a good work to have started a business. From nothing and now the business is, you know, making a way for you and your family with sustenance and everything that you ever dreamed. Now, here comes that terror, that authority that God put in office, so-called. That terror comes and does what? That terror to good works, it shuts down that business. It says, no, you can't, you can't open up. Nah, we're not supposed to submit to that. That's not, that's not what this is talking about. What about the good work of having started a church? And you're preaching the gospel according to scripture. And again, here comes that terror to good works and deems your church non-essential. But it leaves the, 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 the strip bars and the, and the alcoholic stores and, and the Walmarts, all that's open. Everybody's yet still going, but your church gets shut down. Who shut it down? The authority. Yeah. The one that's supposed to be not bearing the sword in vain. Yeah, we're supposed to bow to that. Oh, you know, we supposed, you know, God, God, God put him there. So you're supposed to just submit to it. Man, I tell you, man, that that right there, that boils, that boils my blood, man, because that is some dangerous stuff that they're telling, telling people, man. 
Again, it's a good work to take your own hand, uh, take into your own hands the well-being of your health, isn't it? Yeah, it's your choice. Well, I want to do therapeutics or other non-vax alternatives. I want to do that. But here comes that terror to good works, mandating you to bow to their non-tested vials of whatever's in there. See, that's not that's not that's bearing the sword in vain. He's not a terror to good works. People in this country, they want to do their own thing, have their freedom. That's good. Now, we got people here that's coming down on that. He's supposed to be coming down on those who are doing evil. See, see, that's 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 how the context of this scripture is supposed to be taken. Now, God put a ruler in office. Now, this is just one example. There's many examples in the Bible. But Nebuchadnezzar, he put him in office. He was a servant of God and he was to rule the nations. Jeremiah 27, 8. Check it out. It says, if, however, any nation or kingdom will not serve Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, or bow its neck under his yoke, I will punish that nation with the sword, famine and plague, declares the Lord, until I destroy it by his hand. Now, God put Nebuchadnezzar in office. He told the nations you're supposed to do what this guy is to put your yoke under this guy. You're supposed to, he's supposed to be the one ruling over you. You're supposed to do what this guy and, 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 and evidently probably had a problem with it. God had to tell these people, no, I put him there. You're supposed to obey and do what this guy is telling you to do. God said, I will punish the nation with the sword, famine and plague declares the Lord until I destroy it. If this nation will not serve Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Now, let's look at Daniel, Daniel three and four, Daniel chapter three, verse four. It says, then the herald loudly proclaimed, then the herald loudly proclaimed nations and people of every language. This is what you are commanded to do. It says, as soon as you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, the lyre, the harp, the pipe, in other words, all types of musical instruments, you must fall down and worship the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Now, based on what we, what these people are telling us, we're not supposed to resist this. Just, just do it because we're going to reap unto ourselves damnation if we don't do it. That's what they're, that's what they're explaining. You see how often cr- crazy that, that, how crooked that is? There's a place where God's people have to draw the line because Nebuchadnezzar was bearing the sword in vain. He was being a terror to good works. He was throwing people in the furnace. That's not what God put him there for. He was throwing people in the furnace who didn't worship this image that he set up. Is that what it's supposed to do? This is how tyrants operate, y'all. They get into office and then they want to be God. But there was three young men who said no to this guy. Yeah, they said no. Yeah, the same guy that God put in office that everybody was supposed to submit to. There were three young men who said no. Daniel chapter three, verse 16, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego replied to him, the king Nebuchadnezzar. We do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. Chapter three, verse 17. It says, if it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known to you, O king, 
that we will not serve your gods, nor worship the golden image that you have set up. Mm, Sounds to me like somebody's rebelling. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. Sounds like to me, God's people are rebelling against this foolishness. This tire, this tyranny that's taking place. Do this or else I'm going to do that to you. That's exactly what's going on today. Shut your business down or else I'm going to do this. Get this vaccine or else I'm going to take away your right to fly and all this foolishness. And we're supposed to cow to that? Nah, that's not what it's talking about. And I'm proving it right now. That doesn't sound like obedience at all. That's not the context. There's a line that we as believers are supposed to draw and not cross. Think about it. If they had crossed this line, then they would be bowing down to this false God. And then God says, thou shalt put no other God before me. Well, now you see, that's how people get off, man. They don't do their homework. They just listen to what somebody tell them. And then they go home like zombies and just listen to that and let that be that. And then they start spouting it. And then, and that's, and that's how you get false teachings and, and false direction. Now, just like the brave three who stood against these false mandates, we got false mandates today. We got the tyranny of Nebuchadnezzar today. So we got people who are standing against uh, tyranny today. The tyranny of political correctness. Tyranny of wokeness. Vaccine mandates. Shutting down God's church as non-essential. The tyranny of sacrificing babies and murdering them in the womb. Look, if you're standing for this stuff, you better repent. If you your conscience must be absolutely seared if you can't see that if you're voting for this stuff and standing for this stuff, you're counted with it. And those who are doing it, you're counted in that group. Come out from that. That's wickedness. You got to turn from it. I mean, judgment starts at the house of God, right? Iron sharpens iron. Oh, what about love, DMG? Well, this is love. It wouldn't be love if I didn't tell you. It wouldn't be love if you didn't tell me. Political correctness is not love. It's idolatry. It's beating around the bush so that you won't do the truth. You won't share the truth. You won't know the truth. And you want you will not want the truth. That's what political correctness is. This show is not politically correct. It'll never be politically correct. There's only one way to respond to tyrants, y'all. That's trying to take over a nation. Or the world. And that's through speaking the truth and the word of God without apology. Here's a clip that expresses exactly how that sounds. Check it out. This guy is on fire. We better stand up against this tyrannical nonsense that's trying to overtake this nation because the church is the first line of defense. And if we lose the church, this whole thing goes to hell in a handbasket if we lose the church. It's the First Amendment for a reason. For a reason. It ain't the 25th Amendment. It's the first one. So the cameras are rolling. And I said, now, CBS, PBS, and Vice, and all the rest of them that were there. So they were all there. And I said, the sheriff's here. He tipped his hat. I said, so I want to fix this right now. I said, look, I'm going to tell you something. We're not closing our church no matter what happens. I said, you have to understand, they'll be serving Frosties in the lake of fire before Pastor Greg Locke ever shuts down his church because the demon-possessed buckwild tyrannical government told him to. But nonetheless, I said, let me tell you something. I said, we so believe in our First Amendment right to gather in this church, which, by the way, we meet in a tent. So I stood up and I said, look, we so believe in our First Amendment right to gather and worship Jesus Christ that if you show up at this tent 
and you try to infringe on our First Amendment right, I said, make no mistake, we'll meet you at the door with our Second Amendment right because we ain't playing your Democrat games. We ain't playing your Democrat games. My First Amendment is protected by the Second Amendment. Somebody shout amen up in this house. This is still America the last time I checked. Y'all hear that? You see, that's the only thing tyrants respect. They only respect strength. They only respect courage. They don't respect anything else. Everything else runs the marathon, man. So that's what we're dealing with. I showed you guys how tyrants come to power. I showed you the tactics that they use. And then we contrasted it with what's going on today with quotes, clips, right? Examples. There's no reason why we should even stand for this anymore. Not if you're listening to this show. Not if you're here. Not just listening, but hearing it. Understanding it. Practicing. On your own. Doing your own research. So I'm going to bring this one to a close. I'm glad you guys tuned in. It's been a pleasure again. My name is DMG. And until next week. Peace. You have now been deprogrammed. However, for optimal effect, re-enter next week to continue your mind's transformation. On the D program with DMG. After exiting, please share with your friends, your experience, in the D, program. Program terminated.